And welcome to another episode of Under the Cardboard Box Podcast. This is episode 48, and we're here live in Soundproof Studios in New York City. My main man, Heidel. How are you, bro? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Glad to be here for another episode. Uh, we've been getting a lot of news about episode 47, and uh, listening over to it, man, I really enjoyed it as well. Uh, so thank you guys for the feedback. Uh, but here we are, trying to top it off, and we are two episodes from episode 50, man. Big stuff happening for episode 50. We have a lot in the works. Uh, we're trying to pull it all together. It's going to be a little hard, but um, we're going to try for you guys. Episode 50, big monumental moment for us just because, I mean, we've been doing this now for uh, close to two years, and uh, it's been fun, man. It's been a great ride. Episode 50. It has been. It has. I, I love how at the end, episode 50. Like, you, yeah, you like, like just like marketing kind of, it, you know, marketing it. <laughs> it's like, uh, may cause diarrhea. <laughs> may cause diarrhea. But, uh, but yeah, guys, man, I mean, we're open to any ideas. We want to make it. We're, we're trying some new things, which we'll discuss during the news, uh, the UCBP news. Um, uh, as far as news goes, we only have one piece of news. One piece of news for so, this um, week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, apparently, we got some uh, new Metal Gear Survive screenshots. That's all we have to talk about, but we look forward to the Kodak conversation and having some time with you. That's right. Heidel, are you ready for the show? Let's start the show. The CB News. So, for our Metal Gear news this week, we have four new Metal Gear Survive screenshots show melee and ranged weapons. Metal Gear Survive will be playable for the Japanese fans next week during Tokyo Game Show 2017. And today, Konami has shared some new screenshots of the game via the official Japanese Twitter account. On the images, we can see the characters using heavy and melee weapons and some ranged weapons to keep the creatures at bay. Uh, below, you'll see that the different characters are using huge, this huge plank-looking thing to, like... Uh, Strike down baseball bats, some zombies here. Uh, we can see the bow and arrow uh, returning. We knew the bow and arrow was there. Looks like some custom customizable things happening there. Um, we can see some zombies with their heads chopped off. So I wonder how that's going to work. I wonder where we can aim. Uh, probably the that neck part of it. Uh, and then here we just see him kind of aiming at a uh, at one of the zombies. Uh, Metal Gear Survival will launch early next year for PlayStation Four, Xbox One and pc uh what do you think about the screenshots man uh i mean they look promising in terms of what the game's going to uh deliver you know what they've been saying in terms of that uh and i'm i'm really starting to not be as critical about it only because we keep hearing news about this game being better than we think yeah i, I mean we heard that it's it's actually you know uh not that bad that actually it's playable and people actually are enjoying it more than they thought, I think also because they set expectations, they know that this isn't a metal they set gear. set it really low. Yeah, yeah. And they know that this isn't a prominent, great, like, Hideo Kojima Metal Gear game. So they're just like, this is a fun spinoff, one-off. If you are fans of Left 4 Dead, like uh, one of the articles said, if you are fans of, like, those kind of horde zombie modes, uh, this will be the game for you. Mm. So, 
Definitely an interesting take. Uh, but they did slap the name Metal Gear. So, of course, us as uh, yeah. UCBP, we got we to gotta look into it, right? That's right. That's right. Uh, thank you, Konami, for the marketing purposes of that. Yes. So, um, in other news, in UCBP news, so guys, on our Twitter, it's blowing up. We like it. You can follow us at UCB Podcast. We currently have 360 followers. Thank you so much. You guys are helping this mother base grow. But please feel free to follow us there. Make it grow even more. Spread the news. On our YouTube, we're actually at 134 subscribers. We really appreciate that. Um, it would help us if you liked the videos, if you like our content. If not, well, let us know at under the cardboard box at gmail.com. Uh, let us know how we can improve on our art. Uh, on Facebook, we currently have 28 followers uh lowest of the struts by all means look us up on facebook we're there guys uh gmp is low we uh ask that you consider supporting us on patreon and keeping the lights on here at uh, ucbp because it can't happen without you guys you can catch all of this and metalgearinformer.com where they have other interesting things such as articles and even a poll. Uh, recently, they just ran one asking, what is your favorite ending? And the votes are in. Uh, the winner, uh, it might surprise you, I don't think it will, was Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, followed by Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of Patriots. And third place was Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty. Guys, this was your UCBP News. Thanks for listening. The Codec Conversation. So, Codec Conversation. Um, the moment I always love because we get to put our heads together and yeah. really uh, really dig in some stuff. Yeah, we do. Um, last week was a great show. We talked about some of the stuff that we can kind of conjure up with Metal Gear Solid 3 and the ending of it and kind of the culmination between the relationship between the boss and Naked Snake. So how did Naked Snake become Big Boss and the relationship between um, just them working out together, training together, and ultimately uh, him, you know, executing her. So what changed him and all the different emotions? I thought it was a great episode and I, I'm sure you guys uh, did as well. So... Arnaldo, uh, we got some emails. Yeah. Finally. Yep. We actually we actually got some feedback from the episode. Again, you guys can contact us at under the cardboard box at gmail.com. We take all emails. We do not discriminate. Uh, but this is from our our boy Daniel, right? Yes. Uh, not my nephew who keeps telling me to shout him out. <laughs> Love you, buddy. <laughs> There's a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so here we go. It says, Hey guys, I just finished up episode 47, Naked Snake versus the boss at work yesterday and i must say it was for me the perfect episode did you hear that i heard that yeah your discussion about the feelings between the boss and naked snake and who was holding back at which point was great in my opinion the boss would have kicked snake's butt in the very end of the game but she had to fulfill her mission and this decision um and the refused handshake was the perfect ending for this game i might be wrong in parentheses with the handshake in the office, but in my memory, it was like this. Um, so, and then he gave us an idea on what to talk about next. He says, maybe you could talk in a codec conversation about the ending of the ending scene in Metal Gear Solid 5. When Snake listens to the tape, leveled the man who sold the world. 
When he turns, it reads Operation Interlude N313, the first mission of Solid Snake and MG1. When he breaks the mirror with the fist, the Diamond Dogs poster at the door turns into Outer Heaven logo. Do you think this means this ported us into 1995 when Venom Snake steps outside his room to fight Solid Snake? This would have been a perfect circle for the series. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Daniel Patch from Germany. All the way from Germany. Yes. Thank you for listening. Yes, yes, yes. Um, We've got some crazy geographical fans out there. Yes, yes. Uh, we check out the stats, as you know. Places we so, don't even know. We would love to visit yeah, one day, I guess. I think so, yeah. Um, so he does talk about like a lot of the stuff that you know we kind of mentioned uh, over the time that we've been playing um, Metal Gear and stuff. But you know what? The great thing about it is that we've had so many discussions between us, Arnaldo and I, about like the ending and different um, types of stuff. Well, uh, just know that spoilers ahead for Metal Gear Solid Five. If you haven't played it, uh, you might want to. It's s- been two years, guys. Yeah, we're not. Years. We're not apologizing for it. And so you might want to stop the video, stop listening. And but go still play that. subscribe, please. Just subscribe if you can. Right, right there. So the ending of Metal Gear Solid Five uh, was a little uh, lackluster to me. You know, like I said in the in the review that we had for for it. But because just because my expectations were like we're finally gonna fight Snake through the eyes of obviously a new engine and new um, graphics, but also through the eyes of Big Boss. You know, that's what I was kind of expecting. Uh, Big Boss, right? But Big Boss in the sense that now we know it was actually the first time he fought him was uh, as Venom Snake, who is ultimately the person from Ground Zeroes that was in the helicopter. We all know that, right? Paramedic. The paramedic. So uh, we now know that in the interim of it, it was Snake, uh, Naked Snake, Big Boss, right, gave this task, this mission to, uh, to yourselves, right, to us, the created player. Um, per se and he was pretty much like this is your mission you are big boss no we are big boss we are product of each other right and one is the same as the other so he kind of in in that beginning scene he 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 smirks he's like he kind of takes ownership of that of like he's That's very right. proud about he's very proud he's, he's like i'm big boss you know not received. not just not just that i'm you know uh, a figment of him or whatever it is or a phantom you know per se but i am big boss as well as it says in the tape once when he puts it in the man who sold the world so yeah that part was excellent that part was great and then after as daniel patch uh says he br- he comes back and uh you do see the outer heaven logo but before you see that you actually see the msx system which was the original um microsoft system right that they used to uh, play the original MGS. For you guys who don't know, the MGS for the NES is not... It's not the original. Which technically makes it non-canon. Right. Um, apparently, Hideo Kojima did not touch the NES uh, port. Although, it's, 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 a, it's a side-by-side port. So, it's like, it's the same game. It's just for a different system. Well, the, no, actually, I, I have to say, no, it's not. Because the thing is, I started playing it. I started playing the MSX version. And... It does not start in the same way. It has a lot of the similar level details, some of it, but it's not the same. Like if you look at the NES one, you drop down from a helicopter or a plane rather and parachute into, down and parachute down in the MSX version. You actually climb into uh, a base 
Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So it's it it really is different. When I looked into it, I was like, I found out um that they basically did it just so that NES would have one. Mm. And that they did it behind Kojima's back, apparently. Don't know right, if right, all right. that is true. But yeah, um that's why when you play the HD collection, what you get is the MSX version. Nice. Which is the the one that is confusing as heck for me. Like I can't even like I don't know. I don't know how far into the game I am or whatever. But that's a coda conversation for a completely other day. Yeah, yeah. Once I'm finished, um, we'll talk about it and we'll no. talk about possibly uploading some videos that that's right. uh, we yeah. can talk about. <clears throat> uh well, yeah, no, that's good. I didn't know that detail. So there it is. But so we see the MSX inside, um, right next to the kind of like the tape player. The tape recorder, tape player, yeah. Um like so that. yeah, this is interesting because now this tells you because the the tape on the other side is labeled as the mission, the f- very first mission that you see Solid Snake coming into, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the mission... Operation Inter... Exactly. Intrude. N313. Uh, so, right next to it is the MSX. It's just obviously symbolance of, you know, Hideo Kojima in his savvy ways of saying, hey, this is where we are. We just jumped into 1995. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, he breaks the mirror... And he kind of sees the figment, this figment of himself. Uh, Arnaldo noticed as well that his shrapnel kind of uh, disappears and whatnot, or it gets lower uh, or shortens. So trying to figure that part out. And then he obviously walks into like this black cloudy area, um, which probably symbolizes that he's going into his doom. You know, we know he dies in this mission. So with right. snake, right. If you notice, if you notice, you know, uh, after he sees himself the second time and he's all bloodied up and his shrapnel's up there, mm-hmm. right? It it means that he's in Men GS5, when you do that, you've like completely become a demon. That's yeah, what that yeah. means. And so I guess when he saw himself like that, it was literally him giving all in to his role. Like, that's it. I'm going all out here. Like the person I was is is no more. Yeah. Um regardless and so when he broke the mirror when he broke the mirror it was him just forgetting about it all and then going into the mission going to fight um solid snake and you can kind of hear the conundrum during the ending video if you go there you'll hear the gunshots and stuff like that that could be you know um you know the soldiers fighting fighting solid snake and losing one by one being killed uh and him just getting ready for this battle um, which he didn't know he would come out from, if he would come out from it at all. But it's, it is actually doing it full circle, um, if we can say so. Because this was, if this was Kojima's last, last, well, last Metal Gear game, it's like he has to conclude it somehow. You know, he has to conclude it full circle. It finally has to happen. He has to explain how Big Boss made it twice he has to explain um you know so what's the story of this guy he has to explain how um diamond dogs went into um becoming outer haven you know and uh the question i was asking before and wondering it's like so who gave him the tape you know yeah um so so for me i feel like i I know you say um that he's just coming back full circle which yeah obviously i think kojima wanted to bridge that timeline um, but if you notice in the, uh, Metal Gear versions of it, he's, um, he's a lot older in the little icon. He's mm-hmm. kind of like gray. He's, uh, he's very old. 
Um, he has short hair, kind of like he kind of looks like how he did in Metal Gear Solid Four, eye patch and everything. Um, but in this one, he he obviously looks a little younger. I mean, a, a lot younger actually, and doesn't look like too far into the future from Metal Gear Solid Five. You know, so obviously there was that miss detail of it. You know, I know you said um, that it could be just like he's seen who he was before and whatnot, and now like they don't show it, but. I feel like maybe Hideo Kojima could have taken it a step further and been like, all right, you know, for this to chronologically make sense, he has to be a lot older. Right. You know, so, um, but also, <clears throat> would he be uh, that much older from 1984 to 1995? Would he look that drastic? I don't think so. Well, you with know? all the war and stuff like that. And stress- well, yeah, but what I'm saying, like, yeah. I don't know if he would have a full gray head of hair, maybe through stress or whatever. But I mean, you're what you're how old are you? 26 now? 27? I'm about to be 26. Yeah, right. You have gray hair. I do, but not not that much. You know? No, not but I, here. But what I'm saying is, oh, and another thing that I'm that 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 just came to mind is that we don't know the age of Venom Snake. Yeah, we, we have to, no, to, to the actual big yeah. boss. It could be like that Venom Snake is much younger than or maybe 10 years younger than big boss. Yeah, he just looks like big boss yeah. you know the genetics the genetics only cosmetically changed him i'm well yeah, you know the i'm sorry the surgery, the surgery just yeah. cosmetically changed him it doesn't mean that he was going to age like big boss that he was going to have gray like big boss or anything like that so it's when you look at it like that it's just like maybe he was younger when he fought snake maybe you know well, then who was that guy in, in in metal gear well of course it didn't connect it's not connecting well but these are just theories we're throwing out here. We can yeah. just discuss. So, yeah. yeah, for me, I feel like he he sees because the transition between that beginning scene when he's smiling, he's like proud of himself to this one. He kind of passes. the. It looks like he's actually going to pass the mirror. It looks like he's not even going to look at himself. It looks like he he kind of saw himself like, oh, wait, wait a minute. I'm here. I'm looking at myself and he kind of hates himself. He's kind of for me, it feels like he hates himself for being who he is. And then, you know kind of goes in he goes and like sorry let's do that again and then and kind of breaks the mirror you know with with the arm because i feel like he has like some type of resentment towards i don't know maybe big boss or maybe he hates who he be who he's become or maybe he's just angry that solid snake is is killing everything uh his plans all that he wanted to accomplish uh, and then for me, when he's going into the into the the place, that black like smoky thing, whatever, it, it kind of means like an afterlife, like he's going into the afterlife because you see him. He's he has no blood. The shrapnel is shortened um, to his original state. Right. But also, you know, his clothes aren't like as like worn or whatever or anything. And he's kind of going into the blackness. Maybe that could be like purgatory or something. And he's going into um, his doom and his death. You know, but I feel like when he's looking at himself in the mirror, he's kind of like disappointed at himself. He's he's just like, man, I've I've done all of this and I feel like I failed who I've become because in does in the tape, you kind of hear him talking about who he is and who he is and who he is and who he means to Big Boss. And both of you guys are Big Boss. So it feels like the correlation between that kind of just slipped away from Venom and like that tape hearing that tape was so far and beyond that it it was like he was just gone you know and also if you notice like the tape that is still there the um where he originally played it from it's still there you know so it's like he hasn't touched this at all it, it, it's kind of like symbolizing like 
he hasn't heard that tape uh, for a long time and he kind of forgot who he was, you know, and for me, it's like he punches the mirror and he feels so disconnected from his previous mission and from who he really is. Is he this guy that was in Ground Zeroes when we first see him or is he Big Boss? Uh, who is he? And I feel like he's just so disappointed in himself and he just has nowhere else to go. And now he has to fight Solid Snake. So, yeah, you know, it would have been great to fight him, of course. But that was obviously Hideo Kojima's decision or how we heard in other previous things is that, you know, a lot of stuff was cut from the game and he didn't have enough time to do it. So who knows? Well, I, I mean, I dare say I would have to say that I don't think he was upset about at Big Boss or anything like that. Um, remember, this player is you, right? Um, it even breaks the fourth wall at the ending when uh, you see Ocelot speaking to Big Boss. And it was like, don't worry about him. He can handle it. It's basically Ocelot saying, you know, talking about you. You yeah. as the player, yeah. you can handle it. You're Big Boss now. He's he. This is what he wanted. This is what he wants, right? right. I think every Metal Gear fan can agree that we all thought of ourselves as Snake at one point in time or of Big course. Boss, right? Yeah. And so we've got to picture Venom Snake as us and our feelings. You know, what would we have felt um, given that, given that tape, given that, you know, and you can see it in his face when he hears your Big Boss. He's very proud of very that. Very proud, yeah. Like, I finally, I am Big Boss now, right? This is me. And so it's it, that's why... Me personally, I love part five because of that. It literally like it's literally Kojima giving you control in terms of like you're continuing this legacy while he does his work um, and you are an extension of him. Uh, and I believe that when he him breaking that mirror or rather it wasn't out of anger, you know what I mean? And it's it's basically out of there's no turning back. You know, kind of a deal. I don't think he's dead when he goes into the smoke. I actually believe that he's he's going to fight him now. Like, because, I mean, Big Boss didn't fight at all during that operation. Of course he would be clean. You know what I mean? You fight him at the end. You don't, uh, this entire time you're taking orders from him. You know, you're not, he's not fighting. He's not, you're the one, you're the one fighting everyone else. You're on his base, essentially. And so he's the final boss. He wouldn't have a scratch on him, I don't think. No, uh, not He's at clean, all. you know? And so that that's where it's just like before he comes in, he's hardened from battle. You know, that's why you see him with blood and stuff like that. Right. You hear all the gunshots and whatever. And so here we go. He takes the tape and he puts it in and, you know, we see it in the MX2. Right. And it's like it's it's uh, trying to insinuate that there has been some time passed. Right. And when he comes in, it's like a, a mental He's preparing himself mentally for this, you know, and he looks at himself one last time and he's like, it's time to do this, you know? Yeah. Breaks the mirror. That's good. And he's like, it's time to go into battle. Um, not knowing that it would be his last. Um, maybe he possibly knew like there's a very huge possibility that I will die from this. Yeah. Yeah. Many different theories, of course, you know, I think. Um, <clears throat> Hideo Kojima made it like that purposely, you know, like Christopher Nolan, where it's like, did the uh, did the bottle cap, whatever, stop or not in Inception? And, bottle cap. 
what was the, it the uh, totem it's the totem yeah the totem spinning yeah topple. um so you know you can leave it up to the imagination of course uh, as to what that scene can be and i think that it's great because uh, it had a lot of meaning and it's like in the ultimate way it's kind of like man i was venom snake this whole time you know i was i was him but it's it's kind of in the name venom snake you know venom snake probably probably made mistakes and uh, things happened and stuff you know so um i was reading online like it could have been in the comments uh a while ago that it could have been that big boss was disappointed at him and um you know so, uh, some stuff happened that you know he made those decisions of of with the nukes and all that and so you know just so many things can happen so many things i think there's still a lot of gaps <laughs> even though it came full circle i still think there's a lot of gaps especially with um like after venom snake dies like how does big boss reacts um you know between and then how did uh ocelot and big boss come back again to to this and cause reacting to it like so many things you know obviously from between metal gear and metal gear 2 so it's like you know we just gotta gotta obviously play it to the imagination or maybe wait for kudami to make one but i highly doubt that one well the next one coming is survive survive so get ready for that so that's that uh but yeah we definitely know we definitely know that the ending is an outer heaven based upon if you look at the video uh, we you said it prior to if you look at the video um when he breaks the before he breaks the mirror you'll see the uh diamond dogs symbol yeah. on the door yeah go watch the video again it's pretty cool or maybe we can add it you think we can add it? Let's do it. All right, cool. Copyrights. All right, let's break them all. So, and then <laughs> if once he breaks the mirror, look at the, it's for a slight second, but you can get it. Look at the symbol again, and it's Outer Haven. It's the Outer Haven symbol. Yeah. The skull, right? That's, that's, that's basically why, where I'm getting that theory about, you know, he's already in Outer Haven. He's going to fight. Um, but yeah, man, it's up, it's up for interpretation. Yeah. We, we, at least I believe it does bring it full circle. You do? Sure yeah, I think so too. Okay, yeah. so that that's our answer for you. Um, please let us know at under the cardboard box. Yeah, at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at UCB Podcast. If you like our stuff, please hit that like button. And if you want to get our stuff when it comes out every Friday, you can hit that button that my man is uh, pointing at right now. Um, I hope we you enjoyed it and let us know your thoughts. This was uh, our theory on the MGS5 ending, and uh, we hope to do many more. Who's that? Trivia time. Hi to my man. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So here we go. My wife and child in America. <laughs> um... My wife and child in America. Okay. Sheesh. Um, is it... What's... Granin? Granin. He's saying this to Snake. Metal Gear Solid 3. Um, you know, when you come in and he's kind of like like drunk in there. Is that in your, Russia. Is that, stop <laughs> it. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. It is incorrect. All right. It is actually Sokolov. Oh, dang, that's right. Sokolov says it to Snake. Yeah. When you um you come in as Rykov, and he shows you the uh, the photo, mm. and he's like, "That's my wife and t and daughter in America." So, yep, 
that was it. That there was it after that. Uh, after Snake asked about Tatiana, aka Eva, aka Eye Candy, aka needs a new zipper. You know. Yeah. No good. Yeah. So that was our trivia, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Daniel. We couldn't use yours because we, we both, both read, read the email. So. <laughs> but guys, please feel free to contact us at Under Cardboard Box Podcast. Let us know what you think of our trivia's. Let us know how much more fun we can have with each other. Um, Heidel. Yeah. It's been a short episode. Yeah, short episode. Uh, we're about like 28 minutes and 45 seconds in. But <clears throat> nonetheless, still a good episode. Not that much rambling, I see. <laughs> yeah, Jen Snake. Should we start rambling now? Let's ramble on. How okay. have you been, man? I'm, I've been good, man. I've been good. Uh, You know, it's... It's almost December. Yeah, man. December is right around the corner. But before December, there's November. And even before November, there's October. That's good science, man. That's Thank good. You, man. That's really Thank good. You. I'm really looking forward to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to, uh, let's see, a Stranger Things, October 27th. I cannot wait for that. Um, a new iPhone is coming out. That's pretty cool. The X? The X, yeah. Oh, God. Um, help us. What else? Um, yeah, I mean, just a bunch. Are of, you planning to get the iPhone X? Yeah, I, that's why I told you to. Um, no, you know, let me know with your brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I am. I'm planning to get it. And then now that it's an overpriced, moving up, it's really overpriced. You don't think so? Yeah, of course. But I get a discount. So, yeah, if you could get a discount. Well, I already have a discount with AT and T, but I just you know if I can get even more of a discount. I don't know, man. It's it's their first aim at it and i'm looking at it and i'm just like i don't trust you you know there's so many things that can go wrong did you see that freaking huge fast charger that it has uh the mat it has a that that brick that you would have to buy if you don't have a macbook pro or something like that Wait, what do you mean okay so the i the new iphone this is going to become a freaking cell phone podcast one day i guess so the new iphone just comes with that regular five volt charger but if you want to add fast charging to it mm-hmm. you have to buy a 70 dollar brick that enables your phone to do fast charging ah okay which is like i don't know it, it's it's a square man it's just like wait is it this thing right here it's bigger than that oh wow that's crazy just for I was your, just showing him the macbook pro yeah yeah charger so i mean you know honestly i'm an android guy i mean this, but this is their first attempt at this kind of iPhone, and I can only see that there might be some complications. So, I mean, me personally, I'd wait for the next one so they can get the kinks out of the way. Um, well, I'm waiting. Design. I'm not getting it right when it comes out. You know, I never will get a phone well, right when could, it comes out. Good luck with that line. Yeah, no, of course. People aren't getting it till like next year or something. No, no, that doesn't happen with the iPhone. So, like the the Note, when was it? The Note, um, it just came out. Like, the Note few- 8? Yeah, uh, the 15th. And there were more um, people pre-ordering the iPhone that they bought no 8s. So, I mean, that only tells you something, you know. It's not hating on Android. It's just like there's always going to be more iPhones out there. Like um, from what my buddies tell me at at and and my friends are at T-Mobile, like half my church works at T-Mobile. So they tell me um, that every time they sold, they sell out and stuff, they always have more in the store and then they always have more as time uh, goes on. So I'm not planning to get it then because I'm finished. I'm going to finish paying off this phone um, 
like by early December and stuff. So by then is when I'll get it and they'll have more. Well, I- so then that'll take off all those kinks of like the beginning stuff and, you know, but, you know, thankfully that seven actually didn't have any kinks. So I'm hoping that they won't have any. I'm not going to do none of the facial scanning, whatever, because, you know, the man is out for us. Uh, but, um, yeah, I just I like the phone and I need a new phone, so might as well might as well get that one. Well, you can always go, me. you can always go for the iPhone eight if you don't want to do facial, only because this new one won't have uh, any home button. In the well, sense, yeah, but I don't. I mean, I don't even have a lock on my phone, so I don't really need a lock on my phone. That's just to lock and unlock it. But you could have it where you can just you know have it unlocked and you just swipe to. Do you, you know, use iPhone Pay? Yeah, I use iPhone Pay. I use well, some you, some of them, but I mean, rarely. You know, it's very, very rare that I that I use it. So right, right. I you know. listen. Listen, I just think twelve hundred for it is. It's not twelve hundred. It is twelve hundred. It's like eleven forty nine. It's nine ninety nine. Right plus then, taxes. Yeah, but, but but plus tax, it'll be like you know, almost twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, almost twelve. If you do the math. Yeah, but I won't be paying that. So oh well, I won't be paying that. But I'm talking about everyone else. But. That's enough rambling. Jen Snake. Jen Snake, if you're even listening right now. <laughs> if you didn't know, guys, Jen Snake is uh, one of our followers. Or something. Is he? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't no, even yeah, know yeah, if he still follows us. says we ramble on too much. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So know. this is for you, man. Yeah, this is for you, man. He's actually the developer for the MGO. One of them, Save yeah. MGO 2, right? One of them. Uh, something like that. Or he's like a community member. I don't know. But I know he's somewhat involved in Save MGO. Yeah. yeah which yeah. reminds me now that, uh, well... You could talk about the Elgato. Yes. So we, Heidel has um, an Elgato, which allows us to record our gameplay Yeah, and post it up. So we're going to have that going on. We'd love to know what you want us to record under the cardboard box at gmail.com. And we will be able to record from any system, yes. you know, be it retro or new gen. Um, I'm looking forward to using it if I'm not too super swamped with my EMT stuff. Um, but I, we'd love to know, man. We'd love to experiment with this. Uh, maybe give our YouTube channel some more views. Uh, that would be awesome. Yeah, get some gameplays going on. All of that stuff. Yeah. So we're here. We're listening, guys. And um, I really look forward to using it. I do. Yeah, yeah, man. I do, I do, I do. Yeah. Uh, Heido. Yes. It seems... We're tired of each other. All the time. All the time. And the people are tired of us. It's a Sunday and I'm ready to go home. Right. To your lovely wife. So we're UCBP and we are signing out.
And that's our show.